everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Cancel Shweezy. Uh, if you didn't know, I am your host, Shweezy, aka the Foreplay King. Uh, welcome to the uh, second show of mine that I'm doing, which is really exciting. I've uh, been thinking about doing a solo show for a while now, and I thought I'm the only obstacle in my way telling me not to do this. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to be like Micah, who is his own obstacle in finishing all of his things, but remember... Hashtag, pray for Micah. And uh, I got a soundboard on the show, which is super awesome. Uh, I'm super excited about So I'm excited to use this, and uh, hopefully this might integrate into the Schwedcast itself. So uh, first and foremost, if you like this show, uh, hit the subscribe button and the like button. If you're watching on YouTube or wherever else, you know, you actually uh, are watching the show. And... Uh, you know, that's what really helps the show and what's really going to keep the show going. Um, but yeah, no, we're still going to keep doing the Schwedcast uh, or the Schwedcast, as big time Tommy would say. Um, we're going to keep that as normal. I'm just adding additional content to this channel, which um, is really cool. We're expanding the Schwoke Potomatic universe, I want to say. And like I said, I'm trying to convince Micah to actually start a show with me, but it's been very difficult to try to convince him uh, because, you know, he's always in the way. So hashtag pray for Micah as big time Tommy would also say. But yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm really happy I'm doing this show and I'm really excited to hopefully, you know, make it a little more of a personal show, more a little more about me. Because, you know, when I interview people, it's very, uh, you know, I want to talk about them. And the goal to actually being good at interviewing people is to, you know, make them the subject. And then I also just kind of goof around, too. So, you know, I want to make, you know, two different shows. And so that's what I do. But, yeah, no, like and subscribe to this show. Uh, also want to know that every Monday and Thursday, this show comes out on Monday. So if you're listening today, tonight, over on twitch.tv slash the Shweezy, I will be playing uh, video games. I Tonight, I believe I will be playing uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, and I think I'm going to continue that on Thursday. Unless I finish the game, I don't know how long I'm going for. I do know, I believe it's October 22nd. That's when the Pokemon DLC, uh, The Crown Tundra, comes out, and I'm going to be playing that day of because it came out on a Thursday, which is very perfect for my stream. I think they kept me in mind um, for that stream. and I like that. and But not really just like that. And I really like that. You know, as uh, my boy Garth would say, but no, I'm really excited. Go check me out on Twitch. Hit that follow button. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, actually, um, if you, I think there's a, you press the subscribe button, there's the follow button, which is free. But if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can link it to your Twitch. And then when you press like the follow, you get to follow one person a month. And if you follow me, that actually really helps me uh, financially and with basically with this channel and everything else. So really cool like that. I'm using like my cans today. Uh, I usually use in-ears, but I think uh, like a part of it snapped off. I it's not usable. I just have to like super glue it and I don't have any super glue right now, which means I have to like leave my home and go out somewhere with the mask on, which is like unbearable. I, I know it's, uh, you know, actually having to go outside now, it's like, ugh, I have to leave my home and then, you know, it's like inconvenience now for me to just like leave. Cause like I work in my own home, like I have my own studio here and then like my other rooms, you know, just can't you know just for relaxation but like in this room right here like i work in this is like my workspace and so i'm always in here doing stuff and it's weird because i have a switch dock in here so it's like maybe i can play Fortnite. and i'm like well you know you're not gonna get anything done when you just play Fortnite in here and do nothing so i you know i have to prioritize maybe i should just like leave the switch in the other room so i'm not tempted to use it but then like i have to do my live streams in here too so 
I don't know. But no, check me out on Twitch. It's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun over there, and uh, you get to talk to me personally, and I tell stupid stories, which is going to be like this show, but like it's live in real time. So like this show, I try not to do any edits, but if I do have to edit something out, well, but you know, the whole point is trying to cancel myself, so I don't know how much editing I want to do. It just may be like sloppiness I edit out, but you'll see. If you see, I'll try to make it obvious when I edit something else, so like you can shame me for it. Also, want to announce I have a new song out now. It is called uh, "Oof." You got to say it with a little emphasis, you know, to get it right. But uh, it's it's a super fun uh, song. I really like it, and I'm like, I have a bunch of other songs coming soon that I'm like really excited about. Like these songs are like, I like like all of them so much. A lot of times you can release a bunch of songs. You're like, yeah, that's just kind of a filler song. So I'm like, no, I love all these songs. I, I wrote them all like. I think it started back in April, you know, I think April to June is when I wrote it all. So I'm like really getting close. I'm getting it uh, all kind of in the release right now. Super excited about that. So I'm really excited. Go check it out. It's going to be out this Friday. I'm going to put a link in the description of this episode uh, for you today. That's going to be, you know, basically a pre-save. So if you're on Spotify, Apple Music and Deezer, I learned like if you're not in America, that's where Deezer is popular. I like just learned that. So I'm glad I'm putting out to all these like different places so uh i just try to put it on every store i possibly can it's gonna be on tiktok too uh, so i want to see some girls dance and if you're beautiful uh queens above 18 you know you know what i'm saying uh i hope they do some dances for that because you know what and i really like that exactly but yeah go check that out too uh also, I want to talk about our Patreon page. Uh, the Patreon page is brand new, uh, and I'm glad to get these other this other show out to you uh, while I do this because it's going to be a really great uh, platform for that. Um, the Patreon right now is this a personal direct way you can support me, uh, Shweezy, directly uh, with this content. Right now, there's only one tier. I might start another tier, but let me go into that in a second. So I'm Gonna, the current tier is $5, and with that $5, uh, you get ad-free episodes of both the Schwedcast or The Schwedcast. And uh, my sh- this show right here, Cancel Sweezy. So, like, you get ad-free episodes. So, basically, you're the sponsor. It's $5 a month. It's a perfect way to just support me directly and uh, help me, you know, continue doing this work, the good work for you, which uh, this is the first episode. So, I don't know how this episode's going to be. Uh, I don't know how it's going to end, though. But, yeah, no. Seriously, support me. I'm thinking about doing a $1 tier, which is called the stripper tier, which is uh, help Shweezy get a lap dance tier or something like that. I don't know. I've, I'll figure it out eventually. Uh, but we got to see where it's going. But, you know, you know what they say. This is the type of guy you get. As Joe would say. So, you know what's going on. You know what what's the drill is. But, you know, I'm, I'm really happy. So, like, go sign up for the Patreon. Uh, you get ad-free episodes. That's what, like, really, if you want to be my favorite person, I might be like, a $1,000 tier where I just, like, kiss you or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm working on the tiers. But I'm, gonna, I'm making sure that with the Patreon – that if you sign up for it, like, I want you to actually get something out of it. It's where, like, you know, get Kickstarters. Like, I want to make sure that you get something every time, like, you you donate money to me because I feel like I want that to be the proper transaction in regards to that. So I'm really serious about the Patreon, and I really want to make it worthwhile for anyone who does want to support me on Patreon. But... Like I said, you can still support the show for free by just by hitting the subscribe button and liking this podcast on YouTube. Uh, best place is YouTube. But if you're if you're listening, I know a lot of people that have commute and they have to they drive places all the time, and you know that this is 
you know, this is this is actually a better podcast for that. That's kind of what I also wanted to do because I feel like the Schwedcast is going to be more of a video show, like something you actually just want to like sit down and watch. Whereas uh, this show is something you can actually sit down because I'm not gonna I'm gonna stray away from clips on this show. Maybe do some slight editing, but I kind of just want to talk. That's kind of the whole purpose of this show. I just want to talk and uh, go from there. As you know, uh, and I say, let the conversation begin. You know, as Garth would say, let the conversation begin. I like that. You know, I just, you know, that's what I kind of want for this show to be. So I'm, I kind of want to, you know, meet in the middle for everyone uh, on that. But yeah, that's what I want to do. So I, let's talk a little bit like more about what I want from this show. You know, it's the it's the first episode of Cancel Sweezy, which I think, you know, so I got to kind of talk what my ideas are for the show. And obviously, I think as I keep doing more episodes of this, the ideas are just going to change over time, but I have a general idea of how I'm going to start this show out. Um, you know, I'm just looking at notes. I'm actually playing, I actually plan out these episodes, like the things I'm going to discuss. It's not like the Schwedcast where I just kind of like sit down, press record and just start talking to someone like, you know, just for fun. This one, I kind of want, I do plan out a little bit more of like stuff I want to talk about. Mainly I'm going through current events, uh, things going on in my life. And also I want to give advice. So if you want advice from me, it's not going to be good advice. It could be good advice. I'm not saying yet any of that stuff, but it's going to be advice. Uh, you can email the Schwedcast at gmail.com and you're going to get all that stuff. You can send me anything. Um, if I feel like I can answer it, I'm going to do it. If I don't feel like I can answer it, I'm, I'm probably, I might still answer. I don't know. I'm, uh, this is the type of guy you get, as you know, Joe would say. So, uh, we'll figure, I'm going to figure that out along the way, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, no, still send it out. Even if you don't believe it, uh, if you want to remain anonymous, just put that in the email. Uh, I'll probably post on Instagram too. So go follow the Sweezy on Instagram. Uh, I'll kind of post it there and you can post it there too. And if you want to remain, remain anonymous, I'll keep it that way too. I don't try to ruin other people's careers. I only ruin my own. That's why it's cancel Sweezy, not cancel. Insert your name here, uh, on the show. Um, so, and also, like I said, the regular Schwedcast is not going anywhere. We're keeping that show exactly the same as we're doing this. Uh, the Schwedcast staying normal. This is an offshoot of the Schwedcast. I haven't. I want to keep this show somewhere in the middle, so it's going to remain on the Schwedcast feed. So, if you're already actually subscribed to the Schwedcast and you're listening to this, like you're you're not going to have to subscribe to another channel. It's going to stay on this channel and also on the YouTube channel as well. None of that is going to change, um, but. That's the kind of the thing, though. So, but it's also the it is the Schwedcast, but it's also not the Schwedcast, and that's kind of how I want this show to remain at the moment. And at this present time, I'm gonna be honest with you, just being like for real. Um, if this show doesn't work out, we might not be doing it for a while. So, we'll see how everything goes, and I might like stop for a while doing the show. Might come back. I haven't decided yet. I'm just gonna get personal feels out for it. Just feel what I feel comfortable with. On this, the Schwedcast is staying the way it is. I like the way that show is. It's just me sitting down with someone talking, you know, even about life, about music, about honestly anything and everything, as I like to say on the show. Uh, back when I was, you know, when I was on network, it was like, oh, we're talking about songwriters about songwriters. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I guess if you want to know, I was on a podcast network for a while, but 
Um, I kind of like the way I'm doing the show now, so I'm kind of glad that that kind of ended. But, you know, good good for the network that I was on. You know, good for them. Um, also, I want to, like, try to mention, I'm going to try to mention this every episode. Uh, you need to take everything I say with a grain of salt. I don't do a lot of research. I'm just kind of, like, seeing things. And then I'll try to reference if I do have a source. But at the same time, like, I I have a bachelor's degree in music technology. So, like, the way I record the show, the way I'm doing the show, uh, like, you should like take that seriously. I'm like, man, this episode sounds like shit. And you're like, that's, you should blame me for that. A hundred percent. It's like, he is wrong about this musical idea. I'm like, yeah, you should take me, you should take me down for that. But if I'm like, you know, I, I think bisexual women like man boots are okay with it. You could say he's wrong about that. And I'm like, yeah, I'll probably be like that. And honestly, I have no opinion about like, saying if i'm wrong about something I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you just kind of in my personal daily life if i'm wrong about something i am perfectly fine with saying hey i'm wrong and i do apologize for that but if i'm right i tend to stick on that pretty like pretty hard like i'll like i've been in relationships where you know i'm i believe and i know i'm right but like you know she would be like you need to uh, you need to apologize for me for being wrong i'm like look I will apologize for the way I acted and how I treated the situation. But my opinion on this situation was not wrong. And I do not apologize for that. I will apologize for how I treated you and how, how kind of shitty I was. I'm, I'm, I can be a shitty person sometimes. I'm not going to lie, but uh, it's cancel sweezy. We I'm canceling myself. We're canceling myself. This, this might be the only episode of this show. Um, but no, if I'm right, I will, I a hundred percent will die on that sword. But if I'm wrong, I'm willing to admit that I'm wrong. I think it's probably something when I grew up. My dad can sometimes, he's better now. He's good now. But like, if he was wrong, like he would not admit it. So I, it's probably like, part of me is like, I don't want to be that guy. So, so like, yeah, music opinions, take them, take them like I'm trying to be right. But anything else, it's like, ah, you're probably wrong. That's, you know, so just like, you know, realize the person I am, like, I saw like Joe Rogan, he was getting like flack from Spotify employees are like, we need to censor Joe Rogan. And it's, everyone's like, it's Joe Rogan. Like, don't take him seriously. He gets good guests on the show, but at the same time, like he's not, he's, he can commentate MMA. Cause I feel like he knows MMA and he can talk a little bit. He can talk about comedy cause he's a comedian obviously. And you know, everything else he talks about is just like his interest. Maybe, I don't know. But like, yeah, apparently with that story, uh, from what I know, I read, uh, no one's reached out to Joe specifically about it. No one's reached out to his management from Spotify about it. So I think it's just a couple of Gen Z people. Can I start complaining about Gen Z sometimes? Like I like them. They're cool. I think they're going to help like the millennials in the most part, but I feel like actually, since this is Kansas, I feel like their idea of cancel culture, like they need to start taking like some of these things more seriously, you know, just like, you know, like Aziz Ansari. I feel like he, that woman was just on a, did not enjoy her time or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I probably shouldn't speak on that. Actually I can, but I don't want to. And that's the point of this show. So, uh, let's, uh, we're 15 minutes in. let's get into the main topics I have prepared. Uh, recently the vice presidential debate just happened. Uh, I, did not watch the full thing. I watched the highlights from people I think are funny and that's all that matters. Um, also I kind of want to like mention with like politics, like in the meantime, 
Uh, I'm very, I guess I would fall on the liberal side. I don't want to call myself a liberal. I'm also a millennial, so I don't want to label myself. So that's probably something, but, uh, I'm, I, I will tell you right now I'm voting for Joe Biden in the election. I'm voting for Joe Biden in Tennessee. Um, I guarantee he probably won't win, but I'm hoping with any other type of, uh, like, you know, Senate and, you know, every, whatever, everything else is, uh, I'm hoping with that, with that idea, you know, at least we can try and get Tennessee a good place. I know our uh, house of representatives, we have a cool guy, not, not like a cool guy, you know, like, uh, hashtag pray for Micah, but you know, like a good guy, I can't remember his name and I do not want to look it up on my computer right now. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, I'm talking right now, but, uh, no, I think our house rep, cause I think the gerrymandering, at least for Nashville is pretty good. Um, it means it really represents Nashville for Tennessee, but I like the rest of the state pretty sucks. Sucks kind of dick. Uh, if I could say that myself, uh, anyways though, but, uh, you know, uh, I will say that I am voting for them, but I also want to say, uh, I don't debate politics with people, and for this one reason, why I know a lot of people are a lot smarter than me who actually do debate politics and like human rights and activism stuff, and I love those people. Um, obviously, my friend Hashtag pray for Micah. is one of those amazing people who does that stuff. But I have to uh, say on my end that I don't argue m- main politics because I don't believe I don't. I'm not going to fight with someone. I want to take my energy sparingly. Uh, I don't want to argue with someone why they should be a good person. I'm not going to argue that with anyone. So when you hear the news I have on politics, we're going to go a different lane uh, on that. So uh, when I say, that's what I want to say. And that's what I'm probably going to have to establish that a bunch of more episodes, uh, how I do this show. But in the meantime, that's, I just wanted to, you know, recognize that right now for those people who start from number one and like, well, maybe if I do like 3,000 of these, they get there and I'm like, yeah, I understand uh, who the hell Sweezy is uh, for the most part. And then I'm like, okay. So first, uh, I want to just get the low-hanging fruit out of the way. A fly landing on uh, Mike Pence's head. Now, like I've seen a lot of things, you know, like it's a met- like in paintings, it's a metaphor for like someone who's human garbage, <laughs> which I totally agree with. Uh, and, you know, I'll just go to that. It's funny, like how did you not notice it was on your head? Like, he doesn't have, like, looking at his hair, he still has a full head of hair, but, I mean, it's not a super thick head of hair. He's kind of like mine. My hair's decently thin, but I have a lot of it. So even if I lose some, like, I'm still going to have a decent head of hair uh, for the most part. Just kind of like looking at my dad's genetics, looks like I'm going to be good on the most part. Uh, I have some cousins who don't look like they're going to have a lot of hair, but you win, you win, you lose, you sing the blues, and they're probably, you know, a lot better off than I am right now, you know, probably a lot more mentally there. And so it's just kind of a, you know, trade off, but I mean, you can't like control your genetics, but like, okay, but let's go on the hair thing for a second. I have friends who just like, who are losing their hair and they're just like, well, I'm just going to shave my head and be bald now. I'm like, what? You could try like hair transplant, like try a hair transplant. You could try Rogaine. Uh, I mean, I'm using Rogaine on my face cause I can't naturally grow a beard. It's looking okay right now. But like, I mean, I understand that my face is not that look that good. My facial hair does not look that good. And I'm, I'm okay with that. The rule is I have, cause I make fun of my friends. I, I'm notorious for making my friends, as you know, hashtag pray for Micah is notorious for making fun of my friend. If you know my friend TJ, you know, one of his ex-girlfriends is this pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So I'm pretty, you know, I, like 
I make fun of my friends, but that's your friends. Like you make fun of them. Um, so the idea I think of is if you're bald, if you go bald, you, your friends are going to make fun of you for being bald. If you're, if you decide to go with the route of I'm bald, but at the same time, if you get a hair transplant and you have a full head of hair and you feel better about yourself, uh, your friends are still going to make fun of you for having a hair transplant. They're going to make fun of you for being bald, and they're going to make fun of you for having a hair transplant. So why not feel good about yourself? Get the hair transplant. Try the Rogaine. Try it. You know, try it. Go out with a fight, you know? And, like, you know, they're going to make fun of you regardless of what you do. I tell my friends – I try to tell my close friends this. I try to remind them a lot that – Hey, you know what? Make your life choices and do what you want to do, because regardless of the choice you make, I'm going to make fun of you for it. So do what makes you happy and do that. Man, talking for this much makes me thirsty. Okay, but yeah, that's like I'm saying, like, if you don't want to be bald, don't like at least try. It's like invest in yourself. Try to do something with yourself. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to lose weight. I've been kind of I gained a little bit back, uh, but I'm like trying to like be better with what i eat it's just kind of like i'm not going out meeting women so it's just kind of like i'm waiting around and so once that it's i'm kind of like a little worried to go back to the gym you know it's just kind of like i don't you know i feel like working out in a mask could make me uncomfortable i do want to say this i don't like wearing a mask I, I will say that I'll agree with the Karens on that, but I will still wear one because obviously I understand the science behind it in that you need to wear a mask. Like, cause it's like, if you don't want to get shit on someone else, like that was the like analogy that made sense to me. Uh, it's like, if you're wearing pants and underwear, uh, and if you accidentally shit yourself, it's only going to get on you. It's not going to get on someone else. But however, if you're walking around like Donald duck or Winnie the Poohing, uh, and you, you know, you, accidentally shit yourself there's a good chance you can get that on someone else even if they are wearing pants uh it's you're still gonna get shit on them so like if you wear pants and the other person wears pants you're not gonna get shit on each other and that's the analogy that made sense to me i mean at first i was like i don't want to wear a mask like i'd rather get coronavirus and now i'm like okay this actually helps like it may not cure it 100 but you know it, it's gonna help and as long as you don't you know you know, I, I want to hang out with friends and like do it right. And so like, I know we can't kiss each other on the mouth like I want to, but you know, but it is weird dating right now because you have to like, they're like, have you been tested? And I'm like, yeah, I have no STDs. And they're like, that's not the test I was asking about. I'm like, oh, you haven't taken a COVID test, but I live alone. So I've not had to like have any reason to actually take an actual COVID test. My plan is if I do anything for Thanksgiving, go see like family for Thanksgiving or Christmas, Christmas, definitely. I want to see my family. Uh, I'm going to take a test then, uh, you know, obviously take a test. And then if I go anywhere, wear a mask and then just hang out with them, we're probably not gonna be able to eat out. We might get takeout or something like that, but I'm probably not eating out, but I don't know. Missouri is a lot different than, uh, Tennessee. Well, non Nashville, Tennessee, but I'm going to take a drink real quick. Man, my mouth's getting dry. Okay, I'm getting used to doing these solo shows. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay. Anyways, I don't know. Oh, I've got a presidential debate, though. So, obviously, I thought, you know, Kamala Harris... She came... I, I like the way she came off. I think she did better than Joe Biden with Trump. Uh... I know with Kamala, 
and I'm saying this, you know, obviously as the show is called Cancel Shweezy, she kind of needed to come off a little bit as a bitch, but I feel like that's what we need. And, you know, like, you, you know, the kind of woman boss who you could consider a bitch, but like she gets that shit done correctly. And I think that's what Kamala Harris. And so Kamala really won me over with that. I'm actually a lot more. I was saying for a while, it's like you can feel OK about voting for Joe Biden, but don't like don't act excited about it. You know, but now I'm like, you know what? Feel good about Joe, voting for Joe Biden. Feel good because Kamala Harris is also vice president. And what I've been saying about uh, if you are typically left leaning and you say that it's like, oh, I don't like Joe at all. I'm like, think about the people that Joe Biden surrounds himself with. Now, he the people he surrounds with, he got Barack Obama to endorse like to be to pick him as his vice president. Like, think about that. Think about, like, the cabinet members and think about, like, you know, the Supreme Court seat that he's picking. Like, Joe Biden is, like, the people he surrounds himself with is so good. And that's why I feel like we need to, like, be more like, yeah, let's vote for Joe Biden because it's not just the president. Like, that's the thing that's problem with Trump is, like, he surrounds himself by idiots and, like, slum people who are just fucking awful. And I hate it. And that's, like, I think that's the biggest problem. Like, I know, like, you know, he had his first... Supreme Court justice pick. And I think Andrew Gorsuch or whatever his name is, uh, he's pretty, I think, you know, we probably disagree on some things, but I think as a Supreme Court candidate, I think he is a pretty good choice. Uh, but then Brett Kavanaugh was like, his name's Brett. I don't know. I know, I know people named Brett, but at the same time, it's like, that's not a politician's name. Joe or Joseph, you know, that's a good politician name. Bernie. That's like a unique name. That's funny. Donald. I always think like Donald's a stupid name. Then I think of Donald Glover and I'm like, oh, that's not a stupid name. All right, let's go. No, let me get back on track here. But no. OK, so for that debate. So if obviously you didn't know, um, I guess with most debates, like they practice with someone, you know, doing a debate who can like, kind of help them out. And uh, from what it shows here, Kamala Harris practiced with Pete Buttigieg, which if you don't know, uh, Pete Buttigieg is a gay man from Indiana. Now, those that sentence is not necessarily anything particularly noteworthy, but if you think about it, Mike Pence is also a gay man from Indiana. Now, I know what I said was very bold, but I'm actually going to stand behind this one because I actually kind of believe it. Uh, I believe that Mike Pence is a gay man and his super like homophobic stuff that he does uh is a result of him being a gay man he is gay like look at his hair his hair is way too neat to be like a straight man oh first of all i want to say i love lgt l lblt lgbt community you know like i I respect that you know i respect you know i respect trans people i'm like at this you know it's like obviously you're born Obviously, you're born in, like, with the wrong... Sometimes you're born with a penis, and you don't want to be born with a penis. That just makes sense, you know? Actually, I know I saw, like, a thing where, like, they were doing brain scans on people, and obviously, take in mind, uh, so don't get triggered. If you're listening to this show and you're getting triggered, you need to you just need to not listen to this show. I'm just going to be honest with you. Just, if you're triggered, do not listen to this podcast. Like, just, just don't. Uh, but, so, there's a typical brain scan of like what a man's brain works like and what a woman's brain works like 
And when they were doing uh, that scan on someone who was transgender, um, it was kind of more identifying with the gender that they identified as. And I'm like, that is super interesting. And so that's kind of, that was very like, you know, like the scientific, cause I like, I like the idea of the social ideas in the scientific ideas match each other. And I feel like that's like super cool that, you know, I grew up super Christian and a lot of scientists believe that there was once like a great flood that like flooded the entire earth. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. You know, like science and religion kind of like mashed together on that, which is really cool. Anyways, where the hell was I? I was like, oh, Mike Pence is gay. That's where I was. Um, but anyways, no, I love, oh, yeah, I love uh, LGBT people. Uh, I don't really, I, I kind of realized, though, like, with, like, race and, like, sexuality, it's not the fact that I accept it. I don't care about it. Like, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if, like, you were born as a man or now a woman. Like, I don't care about that you know i i can hope that makes sense to you and i hope that's like a better way of being like i'm colorblind but my mind it's like i for you know i don't like judge people i don't represent people like on their race i just kind of like i judge them on their personality and their interests and i and i will always say that obviously you know hashtag pray for micah uh he's like very interested in writing this book he's very interested in activism so i try to like meet him like with that over you know his uh bullshit shit that he always does but anyways no i think mike pence is a gay man and he needs to stop hiding it he needs to just go out uh tell his wife that maybe you know be good people to each other or something like that and that's the thing i think you know he needs to stop hiding it and stop trying to push conversion therapy um so i want to tell the story about a guy i went to high school with his name is david and i won't say his last name though I want to because I want to like ruin his life because he's a terrible person. Um, so he was super homophobic towards my brother in high school. I got a glimpse of an email. Like he sent a bunch of people about how he needed to like fix my brother and like guide him towards the light for not being gay anymore. And I'm like, bro, I don't think it works that way. Like, but I also kind of think he's gay too. I don't say I have a good gaydar. I would say I have a good, like, if someone's hiding the fact that they're gay, they're gay. There's this kid. He's an adult now. I shouldn't say he's a kid. But I was I was staffing at a church camp, uh, and I could basically just tell him, like, this kid's gay. And uh, I, I mean, I'm, we're still friends on Facebook, and I still try to, like, you know, I still really want to support him. There's a lot of, like, I staffed a church camp for a lot of, uh, a lot of years, and so, like, I see a lot of the kids going, they're, they're kids to me. They're kids to me. I see a lot of these kids coming out and I'm like, I try to like show my support to them. And I'm like, I'm really proud of you. I'm glad you came to this. I still love you. And I still kind of like, you know, I kind of want them. I'm glad that we're still friends. Some of them like unfriended me and I feel really bad about that. I don't, Cause I feel like I gave out the impression that I'm super homophobic, but I'm not. Uh, but I, I really, you know, a lot of them are still my friend on Facebook and I really hope they, they know I appreciate them and I love them. And I'm like, I'm supporting them on their life. But, uh, you yeah, know, I, I, you know, I, I would support him if he was gay, but I don't support when people are like trying to hide their homophobia, like their like homosexual desires, like they're gay or maybe they, they might be bisexual. Uh, but then like try to like shame other people for being gay. And then like they create like gay conversion therapy, which I mean, I've, I've worked at church camps, like I say, I'm spiritual, not religious. At this point, I probably fall in line with Christians. But once Trump became president, I don't want to associate myself with them at all. So I'm not that kind of Christian. But 
in the meantime, no, I, I think a lot about like gay conversion therapy. And I think a lot about like when I went to church camp and they kind of set it up to like find Jesus, like feel emotionally guided towards Jesus and these type of things. And I always say, like, I feel like I, I know these staff members, you know, I worked, I worked with them. So I can honestly say that I feel like they were intending to do something good for the most part. Like they were intending to do like to make someone's life better. I will, I will say that. And a lot of these people I still talk to and I'm still like very close friends with, honestly, um, some of my best friends and my wife in my life and like my people I plan whenever I get, if I ever get married and my groomsmen, like they're people I met at church camp. Like this is like, this is the kind of, this is the type of guy you get as Joe would say, uh, but for real, like it's the idea of gay conversion therapy. I, I can understand like the pressure they do with it, but it's not gonna work. Like, there's no way gay con- conversion therapy can work. I just doubt there's any circumstance that would work. Like, you're making someone like, oh, I'm not gay anymore, but like, they're they're still gay. Like, they're still like, I'm I'm gonna speak from a guy's perspective. I don't know how women because I feel like lesbians are like cool. I always like lesbians, uh, but like you're i'm gonna speak on a guy's behalf like there's no way anyone could ever convince me from not liking women like i've really tried to explore my sexuality and like you know i'm gonna be honest with you i've watched gay porn obviously this one comes to mind come on mark don't be stingy but (laughs) and it's like i've watched it and i'm like i'm not turned on by this i've like i've seen enough gross stuff to like be able to like watch it you know through and through but I realized, like, I had to, like, learn on my own, like, what my sexuality was. Like, okay, I really like women. I'm really kind of a sissy person. Like, I sometimes feel like God intended to either create a gay man or a uh, transgender woman. And then it's like, at the last minute, I was like, no, let's just keep them straight. And then, like, oh, I come down here. And it's like, yeah, I spend, like, 20 minutes on my hair and, like, body every day, you know, just trying to keep up everything. And then, like, everyone's like, that's not manly at all. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. Sexuality's on a spectrum. I'm probably supposed to like I said, like I just said, I'm probably supposed to be either transgender or gay, and then God's like, you know what? Let's make them straight, see what happens. But that's just me. But no, I gay conversion therapy can't work. Like there's I I can't see any circumstances where anyone can convince me to like commit to a man or like only have sex with men for the rest of my life. Uh only thing I can think of is like prison where you're just like, I just need a nut. But, like, besides that, like, there's, I cannot be convinced to not like women. I, I don't know. There's something about women I just really like, you know. And I think, I think, and also, I want to say this controversial statement. I know that, like, your sexuality is not a choice because women would never want to date a man. No, there, I don't see any reason why anyone would want to date a man unless, like, it was their sexuality like they had to like you know i just i don't know i don't get that i'm, I'm rambling on we're gonna cancel i'm gonna be canceled we're gonna this is only gonna be the first episode and we're already gonna actually cancel me but i don't know mike pence is gay and uh i'm just calling that on my own and uh i bet if mike pence had sex with a gay man he would enjoy it a lot and i hope he does but uh yeah all right, all right, let me take a drink. We're getting on to the next topic of this episode. All right. 
voice is nice and dry. I like that. 13 men charged an alleged plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Okay, this is from NBC News. More than a dozen men were arrested on federal and state charges in connection with an alleged foiled plot to kidnap Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer, authorities said Thursday. Now, I think a lot about, I haven't done a lot of research on that. I just know, like, obviously, these are white men, so they call it a militia, not terrorists they're terrorists they're terrorists like you know they're terrorists if this was a muslim group you'd call them terrorists like don't try to fuck with me and tell me i'm wrong here i am this is where i'm right you know if i'm telling you i'm right i'm right they're terrorists most militias are terrorists i would say that because i i obviously know the blm black Lives matter protests like there's not a militia there like they didn't form a militia try and do that you know they're just like hey police can you just not shoot citizens and they're like no fuck you (laughs) whatever they do that's what that is but you know i'm thinking about that like one of my dreams is i've always wanted to do a heist and at the end of the heist but like a no consequences heist where uh at the end of it uh if we solve it uh we're just like here you can have your money back or whatever where you're diamond dove or whatever uh and then if i don't i just like all right you failed this mission good job buddy and then you know like oh man well i'm glad i got to try it out you know i've always wanted to like do it because i guess i watch a lot of serial killer and like people who killed other people like documentaries and stuff like that on like netflix and youtube and the interest i have in those is like what was like the significance of what they did that they didn't get away with it because that's what interests me so much. Like, what was the piece of the puzzle that, like, they couldn't get away with it? And that's what I mean. Like, you think about the Zodiac Killer. Like, he got away with it. And, like, he was so clean. And that interests me a lot. But it's probably Ted Cruz. And it's probably not right. But I'll I'll say it anyway. So I don't, I don't really care. I'll say it. He's the <laughs> But uh, also, he. you think, like, him with a beard would be better? No, it just makes it, like it's still bad you know you think maybe it'll look better with a beard but it doesn't but anyways you know let's go back to our main topic of the discussion though like this heist that i'm super interested in to like kidnap and murder and also i don't know if they thought that through enough like you kidnap and kill him are you gonna like make a video like you know al-qaeda did like then like you're clearly a terrorist then like you're not like making the world better you're you're like just like al-qaeda like you're not making yourself any better come on you idiots but i think okay that's okay that's all i have to say about that but i i looked at like the mug shots of these guys none of these guys are good looking none of them at all are good looking and that's a concern for me because a lot of these guys are white supremacists and you say that the white race is the superior race. How do you justify that statement when both your eyes go in different directions? Like these white supremacists are ugly as fuck. Like why are they saying they're the superior race? Like, I kind of get Hitler when he says, like, you know, blonde hair, blue eye, like, you know, hot women. Like, they're hot. I'm like, that, they're hot. But, like, there's other hot women, too, bud. Like, for real. Like, like these white supremacists, they're 
ugly as fuck. I looked at all their photos. I'm like, those guys don't know where the clitoris is at all. And I know that because you have to be ugly to not know where the clitoris is. And even if they had money, which they didn't, like, because they're ugly. I just, I can't get my mind around the idea that white supremacists think they're the superior race. And then I look at, like, celebrities, like, oh, I'll go with LMI, May, LMA. Maybe I'm probably saying that wrong. Beyonce, like they're both both black, beautiful women, and like like I'm DTF down to fuck both of them. Honestly, LMI, I think maybe a little bit easier because I don't think I'm I can live up to Jay Z uh, financially. I think that's financially is the big part. Musically, actually, no, I can't live up to him musically uh, either. So uh, I need a sound drop here. I'm gonna just pick one out of nowhere does this one work i identify as a fucking threat that one did not work <laughs> and i admit that i admit that pretty clearly but i don't know I've, and i can i can name thousands probably not thousands i don't even think i know a thousand people i can name hundreds like i don't know i like latino women i think they're hot uh they can be very spicy i think spicy is the perfect word to call Latino women because the food's also spicy and it just makes it say, I don't know, like, you know, like, you know, I've obviously seen a ton of beautiful white women, but I've also seen a ton of beautiful Latino women, I've seen some, a ton of beautiful black women, you know, and honestly, I, I kind of think here, I'm a, I'm white Jew and I think I might be part Native American, but I'm not going to like try to get a card or whatever. I don't think white's the superior race. Let's be honest. I don't think it's white white people let's, let's be honest like have you seen people who go to trump rallies have you seen their women they are not good looking it's like one out of five of them are good looking one out of five one out of five is good looking seriously What'd you say? like that's how you have to be to actually like be with these women like come on like i I don't, there, there's a rare chance I would ever want to like sleep with a woman who votes for Trump. Honestly, I've seen a couple beautiful women who vote for Trump. They're like, you're either a 10 out of 10 or one through three. And if you're going by my scale, I say you can at least reach a four if you have good hygiene. These are one through three. Like these are women without good hygiene. Like these women have nothing to offer you for real. Like, Trump supporters are off, and I know the real women vote for Trump. We don't need no liberal chump. Our vaginas are dry, and we don't get men because those most men beat us in bed or something like that. I don't know. Remember, this is cancel Shweezy, so this is your fault. You need to stop listening to this. Like you, the title says it all. Uh, no, these white supremacists are fucking ugly. Like. I watched that incel documentary by BBC and like those, that one guy, you know, who like shot a bunch of free people. Like he wasn't, I didn't think he was that bad looking. Like he just might need to go to therapy or something. I don't know. And then he killed himself, but uh, he's not going to therapy now. And most incels are not going to therapy. Most incels like probably could get laid. I think their one problem is they're expecting too much physical beauty out of women. And then they're also like, they don't know how to talk to them either. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not the best person to talk with. Um, as you may know, uh, I am a simp, but I am not an incel. 
not an incel. So I mean, I'm probably not the best person to talk about this, but like for me, for me though, like with my women, it's like, I, you know, I, I guess I'm probably want someone who is good looking, but at the same time, I want someone who I can like sit down, talk to just who makes me laugh and like has a good time. So like that's probably weird, and I probably ruin things, you know, with my own personality because I host the Schwagcast. You know, like <laughs> you know, you know what's going on. You know what the fuck is going on. But like these incels, like they probably could get some women if they wanted to. Like you're just you're not getting supermodels, but like I know the big thing for men, like is like you want like a skinnier woman, like in shape woman, and then. Women, they want a tall guy. I mean, I'm not the tallest guy in the world. Let's let's be real. But at the same time, like, if you lower your expectations, my rule, I feel like the perfect rule is, men, you should want someone skinnier than you. And then women, you should want someone taller than you. Don't expect, like, bonuses of that. If that's the case, you're lucky, but... I don't know, I'm just speaking out of my ass right now. I'm gonna <laughs> be honest with you. Um, but no. But no, why are white supremacists so ugly and then claiming they're the superior race? That is the kind of point I want to get to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I have to really say on the matter. But, uh, no, let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch video game streamer myself, I know there are two types of game. One type is the game that you'll continue to go back to time and time again, like Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers. And then there's those other games, you know, that you only play once and then never pick up again. And that is where Gamefly is perfect. Most games come in at around $60, you know, these new AAA titles come in at $60. But with this link in the description of this episode, uh, your first two months will only be $10. I'm a subscriber myself, and uh, I played through Pokemon Sword, and I loved it so much that I wanted to keep that copy. And with just a click of a button, uh, and you just pay the little extra money, you get to keep the game that you rented from Gamefly. You don't even have to worry about anything else, and they'll go ahead and send you the next game. I'm excited for the month of October. I will be getting into Luigi's Mansion because that is a very spooky game and uh how that's halloween so it's the spooky season which i am super excited to play that game i already got it in the mail and i'm excited uh for once october kind of rolls around i can start playing that game and it's super fun and awesome i love gamefly um like i said i'm a subscriber myself but you can get your first two months for ten dollars you just got to use the link in the description of this episode and you know what start playing those games Okay, and I have a Garth Brooks update for you. And let's get physical playing music. I like that thought. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so the update I have for you, probably some of you may know if you follow Garth exclusively, like I do, but um, you're probably listening to the show because you actually do want an actual Garth update from me. So uh, let's get physical playing music. I like that, you know? That's, uh... And I say let the conversation begin. Okay, so the news I have on Garth right now, um, I'll just read what I have here. Garth is working on a new album, obviously, um, which has me a little worried. I'll get to that in a moment. But he will be including a cover of Shallow from the movie... um, God damn it. Oh, Shallow from the movie... uh, God damn it, I'm going to have to use my computer now. Okay... 
Shallow from a star is born. Okay. So this is from a star is born, uh, which I have not watched that movie, but my aunt Judy, who is my grandma and who's basically my grandma figure in my life. Cause my grandparents died when I was young, but they enjoyed baby Schweg, which was probably the peak of my life, honestly. And she's my grandma. Basically. Uh, she said, this is her favorite version of the movie because there's been a couple other versions, but this one with lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper were her actual, uh, favorite favorite versions of this movie which i mean i like bradley cooper as an actor but i think lady gaga is super talented as a human being in everything she does like she is just a class act talent uh bad romance you know obviously i think a lot of people i went to high school with think of me if they hear the song bad romance uh but i think i like telephone a lot more because that beyonce verse just like smacks in my opinion that's just my opinion. I don't know. You, you can have your own opinion. I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Uh, if you're listening to this show, uh, I don't think you give a fuck what I think. Uh, but no, he's uh, working on that with Trisha Yearwood, which I enjoy. There's a lot of things with um, music by Garth I want to think. Like, I think he is a phenomenal performer. I just think he's weird on the internet. So if I ever uh, say anything on that, that is what I mean. Uh, I like him duetting with Trisha, and I like the idea that he's not doing his own songs he may be doing like a cover album or a cover album that songs that he did not write and i can say that and i really like that for real i can honestly really say that uh, but yeah because i feel you get to a point in an artist's career where you've said everything you've needed to said and you've made your best songs now a lot of bands decide to keep going on and just keep releasing random ass songs over and over and over again but then there's people like Garth, like he is a, I mean, if you speak about country music in itself, he is a legend in himself. And so like him releasing new music or him trying to be like, I'm still going to like fight my artistic integrity and make music, you know, because I have a, something to say. I'm like, Garth, you don't have anything to say. You've been around the block. You've, you're, you're the best paying artist in America. You have nothing good to say. So if you make a cover album, and I feel like that's the best thing for every Garth fan out there because obviously I don't think there is anything he needs to say, per se, that anyone wants to hear. That's why I feel like with me as an artist, because I'm like depressed and I drink a lot and stuff like that. But with Garth, like he has a lot to say. Like I've, he doesn't have a lot to say. Sorry, I messed that up. He doesn't have a lot to say. But if someone else can has something to say and he performs that song, I think it's a good idea. I think I support Garth doing like a cover album. I I really support that. Uh, the other Garth news we have. Let's get physical playing music. I like that thought. Is a uh, he shaved his beard and I don't think he should have done that. Obviously, uh, he looks like a toenail when he doesn't have facial hair. I don't like the goatee, but when he has the full beard and he didn't dye it very badly black uh he looks really good i think garth if you if you're listening to this for some fucking reason you need to grow your beard back out bud you need to grow the beard you look better with the beard if you can honestly okay to anyone here obviously i'm gonna i'll show you some sides of my facial hair but if you can grow a beard grow a beard how long you keep it up to you up to you Typically, if there's patchy spots, keep it short. That's what I'm doing, trying to, like, justify my facial hair structure. But uh, I was told 
I think I think an ex girlfriend said she liked the way I looked, just the way I was. And now we're not together. And now it's like, you know what? I'm gonna try to grow a beard now, just because she won't like it. And that's why I look like I keep my apartment pretty cold. And I do that because she didn't like it. And you know what? I don't want her coming around here anymore. And you know what? I like that. And I like her not coming around anymore. That's me figuring out my shit together. And we're in that together, too. All right. What else do we have here today? Let me take another sip of my Moscow Mule. Man, I was worried I wasn't going to fill enough time, but looks like I'm going to be fine. All right. So I got into a little drama with OnlyFans lately. Watched my recent episode with Grass Kingdoms. Uh, oh, can I talk about how much I love that guy? His Christian name is Noah, but uh, he, like, so how the truck has, well, how the truck has initially works is that I'll either reach out to someone or they'll reach out to me. And I make no shame in either transaction of that. He reached out to me. He says, like, hey, I'm looking to come on some podcasts and stuff like that. And I see here and I look at his stuff and I'm like, holy shit, you're Grass Kingdoms. Now, some of you know, I'm a big fan of the Your Mom's House podcast, Tom Segura and Christina Pajewski. Uh Tom Segura himself is probably my favorite comedian. Um, I like, you know, I like uh, Burt Kreischer, too, to an extent. Uh, I like Dave Chappelle. I'd probably I'd put them on my top three. Uh, there's other comedians. I'm like, I'm definitely watching your shit. Like Jerry Seinfeld. Um, I'll definitely watch all the stand up and I enjoy it. But uh, but like, he's kind of like I like probably his show more than stand up. But, you know, I'll still watch all the stand up specials. They're all good. I well, at least the ones on Netflix are pretty good. But uh, he Grass Kingdoms himself, he wrote he's been writing a lot of music for uh your mom's house and a lot of them are pretty big deals like nadav is googling their producer on the show uh takes forever to google and he decided to write a song about it and then one time he got in a lot of debt gambling and he wrote nadav gambling so it's pretty cool so i was really excited to talk with him and i feel like we're i'm gonna make sure that we become best friends uh you know it's just you know adult friendships are weird and you just kind of have to force your own friendships. Uh, that's why I'm friends with Ghost Town Remedy, to be honest with you. Uh, that's just, you know. This is the type of guy you get. You know, as Joe would say. Uh, so I can really describe that shit. Um, but no, like, he's really cool. We had a conversation about OnlyFans, and we both, like, have subscribed to people on OnlyFans. And I talked a lot about how there are people on OnlyFans who you're, you're kind of getting ripped off watching their content like this one girl i watch uh, she's under at the desperate one uh her name's pandora sky and i actually got to talk to her it was really cool uh this is my moment where i was like talking to her and i was like hey and i made like a highlight clip for the shwedcast and i'm just like, hey we mentioned you in this don't worry i said good things about you it's like oh you're so cute thank you and i responded back like a uh, very depressed individual like i always do um i'm gonna pretend that you actually mean what you just said that I'm that you think I'm cute because I could use that confidence boost. And I'm like, and she's never I mean like honestly, I try to with women I date to be like try to show confidence that like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking cool. But uh with her, I'm like, she's not gonna 
she's not gonna date me so <laughs> i can be honest with her you know you can be honest with women you don't want to date and then she responded back that's a weird way to tell a compliment and then she like responded back like several hours later she's like okay so i actually mean what i said i do think you're cute and i wouldn't do that because i can do whatever i want on this channel whatever and i'm like man this made my day so ladies maybe you should start complimenting me more and making me feel better i know that's what you want uh that's what you're uh, looking for so uh you know what you know what they say what'd you say did you get fucked up but that's how you'll say that but no she's she's super cool uh my favorite so go follow her on OnlyFans. pay for that shit because it's good uh but no i posted like our little clip of that on the OnlyFans advice on reddit and that's where shit hit the fan so got a lot of comments got a lot of threats got a lot of a lot of things going on there but anyways the very controversial statement I said was, your nudes are not as good as Disney+. Plus. And I still mean that. I, don't, I mean that shit. I definitely mean that. Because Disney Plus has the Avengers, like every Avengers movie. Avengers Endgame, one of the best movies of all time. And you're selling your, like, very... It's barely nude. You're barely nudes for $50 a month on the internet. And you think your nudes are better than Avengers Endgame? Like, I could, I bought the movie for like 30 bucks, maybe? I, ha I own the movie for 30 bucks. And I can watch that all the time. I do watch it all the time, honestly. Uh, I mean, maybe the end fight scene all the time, but. You can't tell me your nudes are better than Avengers Endgame. There are women who are better looking than you on Pornhub for free. I can find a woman, and honestly, okay, let's be honest. Like, I'll date women, and then I try to find a woman on Pornhub who looks like them. So, like, I can feel like I'm making sex to them. That's what I'm doing. But, like, you can't expect your nudes to be better than Disney Plus. You can't expect that. Like, if I was naked, like, you would pick Disney Plus above me. You'd watch, like, Little Mermaid. And you'd be like, yeah, I'd rather watch The Little Mermaid than see Shweezy naked. That is a fact. And, like, I, I'm, I can accept that. You should accept that, too. You should accept the fact that your terrible nudes are not as good as Disney Plus. There are women in my actual life that I would kill to see nude. And if it would cost more than Avengers Endgame, it would not be the case. Now, Grass Kingdom said the first 10 seasons of The Simpsons. We're talking about the first 10 seasons. We're not talking about any other episode of The Simpsons. Your nudes are not as good as that. You need to realize your nudes are not as good as that. You need to price your OnlyFans respectful. It's called supply and demand. It is economics 101, I took an economics class in college, and I have a degree in music technology. You probably don't have a degree because you're selling your nudes online, which, if you do it right, I respect you. But if you do it wrong, you're not as good as Avengers Endgame, you're not as good as the first 10 seasons of The Simpsons, and you're not as good as The Little Mermaid. And that is all I will say about that, but... Uh, if you still want to threaten me, go for it. I will make fun of you on this podcast. 
and the Schweckcast as well. I'm not worried about that at all. So come at me, bruh. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, uh, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out as well, which I always like to look good working out. Hashtag pray for Micah. We all know what the drill. Um, with your purchase of any product from the FNX Fitness website, they even donate a gallon of water to a child in need so you know that each purchase you make uh, really is helping someone out. Uh, using promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description of this episode, you can save 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description down below. Save 15% on some great performance supplements. All right, so now we're on the part of the podcast where I give advice. So if you want to submit your own questions to get advice by me, you can always email theschwedcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's the best place to do it, but also I want to do a disclaimer because I feel like I, pro- I think I talked to a legal person uh, recently, and they said that I need to put a disclaimer that I am not responsible for any bad decisions or bad advice I give you. The uh, Take my advice at your own risk. That's all I can tell you. Okay. First question I got is by TJ. You might know TJ if you've listened to the Shwedcast or know the band Ghost Town Remedy. But he asked this question. How do I ask for feet pictures from a close friend? All right. So I'm going to do the what you should do. And then I will do what you could do to do get that information, uh, to get that stuff. So first thing I would say is get consent. That's the best advice I can get. You just ask a woman for a picture of her feet. I'm assuming in this situation it's a woman. Uh, just ask her for pictures of her feet. Um, let's just do that because consent is always the best thing. Like I always tell everyone, if you want to get a woman to have sex with you, all you have to do is get consent. If you get that consent, she's going to have sex with you. It sounds like... It's a difficult th- it sounds like an easy thing when I say it because it could be like she could probably just have sex with you just for that, you know? This is the type of guy you get. Yeah, that's maybe that's the type of guy she's getting. That's all that's all I can uh, really say. And I really like that. Oh, that's you know the drill, you know what's going on. Uh but yeah, that's the best thing I can do. Now, let me give you the bad advice. What you shouldn't do but could do if you want to be sleazy. Uh, so the best thing I can tell you there, there's a couple things you could do. So maybe invite her over to your place, uh, tell her to take her shoes off. A lot of women will take their shoes off. Uh, and then maybe like trick her into stepping in a puddle in your kitchen. Like, Oh, I didn't know that was wet. And then she takes her socks off to let them dry. They got feet. Then you just got to sneak out your phone, get the picture. Uh, another idea you could do is like, hey, let's go swimming or let's go tanning or some shit like that, you know? Like, and then take your shoes off to make sure that tan line is even, sneak in a picture. Most likely, you just got to figure out a way to sneak in a picture, TJ, on how to get that foot picture. Because um, just depending on, like, what you like and dislike about feet. I'm not into feet. Like, that's the thing, though. Um, so, like, my kind of logic behind this is, like, if I needed to get a picture of her feet, for someone else, what would I need to do? Um, so that's the advice I'm giving you right now of how to do that, TJ. Uh, but 
in the meantime, though, yeah. So the best idea is to kind of you're going to have to sneak it out of her if she says no. It does not give you consent. But honestly, the best advice I would give you is just just ask her. Like she might just send it to you. And if you have to put a little money in there, so be it. Like you enjoy those pictures. Like if you enjoy something, pay for it. Like we're such in like an environment where like don't be oh. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Like, don't to not be stingy. And, like, we need to, like, try to do shit like that. Like, no, dude. Just, like, ask for it first. And if not, sneak it. That's all I can really say. Well, let's move on to another question. Oh, um, man, I'm getting canceled. All right, this one's from David. How does one get such perfectly quaffed hair? I'm assuming you're talking about me. Thank you, David. Uh, so, basically, how I do that shit... Um, it takes about 10 minutes. Once you get the strategy down, it will take 10 minutes. It could take longer at your first start. But for me, for someone who does this, at least majority of the week, it doesn't take that long. So first, you know, obviously I get out of the shower. My hair is wet, very, very flat. Uh, once I get ready to start drying, you have to use a blow dryer. That's the main thing. So for me, I put a pre-styler in and a sea salt spray so pre-stylers could be like mousse or anything similar to that maybe you might have to do a little research i don't know what's going to be best for your hair uh so use that and i always use a sea salt spray because my hair is super thin and sea salt sprays are super notoriously known for making your hair a lot thicker all that stuff you can buy that stuff at walmart or target or you might online. I don't give a shit. Uh, then basically it's blow drying. So you got to kind of have to like blow dry your hair in the person. So I'll do it like this, like curl it, pull it up like this, do it like that. Then I go from sides and then I go for the back. And the back's really important too, because that's what keeps it like gives it the uh, proper positioning in regards to your hair. Then eventually you have to cool it off. So you take your blow dryer, put it in the cool setting, kind of let it set. Cause you don't want your hair to stay hot. You want it to, stay cold and then it is cold and then once it's cold you take your actual post styler which you can spend a lot of money on that but a 20 dollars something can get you get you going a long ways i like lockhart's matte clay I like Blumont's cavalier clay that works for me it's hard to figure out what's going to work for everyone everyone has individual hair that doesn't always like work for everyone and so like you just kind of have to figure out what's going to work best for you and it's going to take some trial and error so can't really help you with that you get styled the way you want to uh the blow since you're blow drying really well and you got the volume one in the blow dry uh once you pre-style and then you get some hairspray spray it down in the position you want to you are good to go some people's hair works good where you don't need hairspray mine doesn't so i use hairspray it's a lot of trial and error. You gotta figure out what works best for you. That's all I can really say with hair. You gotta figure out what style you want. Um, then you have to make sure you keep up with your haircuts. Like this is what I want. This is how I do my hair. This is what's gonna look best for me. And then you just kind of know. You gotta trial and error. This is that was a tutorial on my hair, but your hair, everyone's hair is gonna be different. So um, always keep in mind that uh, when you try to, you know figure out your hair and there's hairstyles that don't work for me that could work for you uh i always feel like any hairstyle that worked for me takes a lot of effort and uh i'm living with that right now so <laughs> uh that's the way it is so those were the two questions i did have on my uh that i did receive emails or messages on instagram for but 
Um, what I'm going to be doing with this show is I may be going to Reddit r slash advice and just looking for questions there and just answering those questions on my own here. So um, if you don't send me your question, that's where I'm going. That's just what's going to happen. So figure it out, stupid. All right. So this was posted by user econstudent1234. All right, so let me see here. The end of a recent relationship has meant there's not much for me in my hometown. I think I want to move where my friends live, and I put a deadline on myself to move in three to four months. And whether I think about this deadline, I just get sickly nervous. I know there's no rush to move, but if I stay and stay, I'm not sure I'll be able to mentally healthily after the to be mentally healthily after the so let me read that correctly. I have no friends here, etc., but I'm nervous about living with strangers. I'm nervous about dragging all my problems to a new city further away, and I'm nervous maybe about a knee-jerk reaction that maybe I can make my hometown work if I, I if I try. Has anyone else been in the situation slash a situation town work if I try? Has anyone been in a situation slash a situation like they have any advice? I'm early 20s, by the way. Okay. So I was in the exact situation as you were. So just to give a little background, some of you may not know me personally. And so when I was 13 years old, my parents, I moved from like a small town in Kansas to a town in Missouri for my dad's new job and my mom's new job. A lot of, lot of details with that. But anyways, uh, I was fairly liked in my hometown, but I was hated in this new town that my parents moved to. So I, Lived there for six years. I went through two years of middle school, four years of high school, uh, just like not being liked by a lot of people. And then, you know, I decided to go to college somewhere else because it was a college town that my parents lived in. My dad's, you know, a college coach and my mom's a like a first grade teacher. So, you know, obviously that worked out for them. But like, I was never liked. My brother was liked very well, but I was not liked by the people of that town. So, when I I decided to move to college, I'm like, I'm moving somewhere very far away. And it was like three hours away from where my parents lived. And so, like, you know, I obviously liked my college, but at the same time, everyone's like, you got to be obsessed with where you're from. And I'm like, I'm not obsessed with where I'm from. So I always just made the college town like, this is the new town I'm from. So with that, you know, and that's right. And I was always like in a weird psychotic rage where it's like, I need to be... I need to be somewhere where people take me seriously. Like no one, even parent from where my parents are, like people didn't take me seriously uh, from where I'm from. And I'm like, I'm taking this music thing seriously. And then it wasn't until I decided what, after I graduated, I'm like, I'm moving to Nashville. Like I, I had an unpaid internship set up. That's it. That was all I had set up. And people were like, uh, we make it. And then eventually now then I've moved here, and I've established myself a little bit. Like, they respect me a lot more. Like, my family respects me a lot more. But dad says I matured, but I've, I actually kind of feel like I did something smart in my move to Nashville. I didn't know anyone when I moved to Nashville. So you kind of have a situation where the city you want to move to, uh, you actually know people in, which is very, which is a very good thing. So uh, that is a very plus. I had to, like, start fresh with new friends uh, in Nashville, and I was, like, always just texting my old friends all the time. I still do that a lot. You know, making friends as an adult is like 
the worst. I that way lower than I could have. But no, man, you if you have that gut reaction to move to a new city, move to that new city. I'm so happy I moved to Nashville. Like, uh, I would have never been respected if I stayed in Warrensburg or like moved to like a little bit closer, like to Kansas City. Like, I would have never been respected by anyone. And now that I live in Nashville, I feel like people actually start respecting me thoroughly. And I think the situation that you're in, uh, the idea that you need to move to this new city, you need to move there. Just go ahead and do it. Um, obviously, I feel like the only big problem you have is financial instance, a situation. Um, apply for some – I mean, obviously, apply for a job. Try to get a job there before you move. In the mean part, uh, I would stay living in a very cheap single-bedroom apartment. And then eventually, if you meet a new friend – Try to move in there. That's the big thing. I would say do not stay in your hometown. Never stay in your hometown. Uh, you need to make your hometown. You need to make the town that becomes your hometown. Uh, I don't understand people who just stick around. Like, their lives do not have any meaning. And all they decide to do, well, I'm just going to stick here forever. I don't have any problem with that. No, you need to... If you have any slight of doubt that your hometown, you hate your hometown but you're there like move out of your hometown move to a town you actually want to be in move somewhere you want to be in life is short like you don't like i think all the time like how much like i'm depressed all the time and stuff like that but i also think that moving to nashville was such a good thing for me i feel like there'd be so much more i'd be so much more depressed if i lived somewhere else like if i st- if i lived in kansas city if i lived still in warrensburg for god's fucking sake that like the idea of like being there would suck dick. And so you need to move, move out of your hometown. Do not live in your hometown. Fuck your hometown. Every emo song ever has told you to stay away from your hometown, move out of your hometown. I felt like at some point I was the only fucking person like who was making emo music and was like, Oh, I'm the only person who actually fucking moved out of here. And you didn't. So like these people just bitch about a lot of things, but no move out of your hometown. It's good for you. All right, let's move on to the next question. All right. Posted by Val Z Valzia on our advice. I have bipolar and depression. I've recently started taking new medication that has helped in question marks me a lot. I've been way more active and excited, sleeping way less and wanting to do new things. The problem is that I hate this feeling. I hate being excited and energized. It doesn't feel right to me. I want to stop this medication and go back to normal. I have no idea or how I will convince myself, my, my psychiatrist to do so, but I will at least try. Should I do this? This is what I'm feeling. Is this is what I'm feeling is normal. Okay. I need to figure out how to read. Um, so dude, I feel like you're a dude, but if you're a woman, you're, uh, I call women dudes and I call women bros. Uh, so don't worry about that. I, I have bipolar disorder. I'm depressed. I have very severe anxiety. I might have some form of ADHD could be lumped in with something else, but uh, everyone's mental illness is different. So I can only speak for myself on your trying to give advice to your mental illness. Uh, I think I'm going to just say this. I'm just going to speak out loud for a second. Obviously, this show is called Cancel Sweezy. So that's the shit we're doing. Um, but 
feel like if you this medication has helped you, you need to keep doing this medication. Obviously, I feel like for you to live a better life, obviously, you need to keep doing this medication. Because you're saying it actually has helped, but you missed the way you were. I think I think that idea of is you miss the person you were before who was a toxic individual. I, I mean, I can say for myself, um, when I, I've been on, I've been finally medicated for a long, long, long time now, uh, that my medication has really helped me. It hasn't solved all my issues. You have a psychiatrist. I don't at the moment, which I've been thoroughly trying to investigate a good way for me to see a therapist or a psychiatrist, uh, on my end. But, uh, it looks like this is working for you. You're just, you're just feeling like a new person for me with my, when I started my antidepressant journey, um, you, you start discovering that you're not the person you were before. And this is not a normal functioning person that you're supposed to be. And this is all a good thing. You, you, you figure this out. Like, Hey, I wish I missed the person I was before, but also I'm assuming you started this medication because there was an initial problem to begin with. Uh, the idea, I mean, I, this is what I'm just getting from this message. So, um, you need to stick with this medication. I need to stick with my medication too. So we're in this together. Uh, but you're experiencing the person you really are. When I started taking my medication, I can honestly start telling you that I'm, uh, you know, this is, this is the person I am. I realized there's, I, I mean, just for example, I realized there was a lot of food I actually liked that I did not like before. There's a lot of restaurants I would start going to that I didn't like before. It's just your mindset's changing. Your mind is changing. Um, what I would suggest for you to do, you know, to be honest with you, if I was you, keep with this. You're becoming a better person. You're becoming the person you're meant to be. Um, it's going to take some time for you to adjust to who you are. But at the same time, like, you're the medicated you is the best version of you that you have. Like this is a good person for you to be. I want you to know uh, someone who has been, who's probably have a couple years, maybe like five or six from you. You're becoming a better version of yourself. You're, it's going to take time to figure out who you are, like to be the best version of yourself that you are. Like, fuck dude, I'm in that position right now. I, I still have like a big drinking problem. And I think, a lot of it's like past trauma and like situations from when I was a kid that brought me here. And I, I'm, I don't know how to fucking guide you. That's your psychiatrist. Do not leave, do not try to convince your psychiatrist to get you off your meds. Stay on your meds. Try to keep moving forward. I think that that is the purpose of life is to keep moving forward. And I feel like with what you're doing, like you feel better about yourself. Like you need to stick with that, dude. Like I've not gotten to that point, like from what you're describing. And I wish I could get to that point. I'm still like working my way towards that point. And I would say I'm like five, six years into antidepressants myself. Uh, this big old cocktail that I'm taking every day. But dude, I, I dude, I'm calling you dude. Dude is gender neutral. When I say it, I hope, the best for you. I want you to keep moving forward. Move forward. Do not move backwards. You're looks like you're doing good. Uh, you just need to adjust to things. So that's it for the advice column I have today. Um, let me do the ending for this podcast. Thank you so much. 
you listen to the first episode of Cancel Sweezy for some fucking reason. And I want to bless you and thank you for that. Um, uh, if you have any questions for us or any concerns or anything I got wrong, uh, I will read them out loud. I have no shame, like I told you. You can email the shredcast at gmail.com. I will read that all out loud. Comments and concerns. And also you can just comment on the video and podcast, whatever you do. Whatever, however you listen to this. Um, also, if you're on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, whatever the hell you listen to music on or podcast on, hit that subscribe button. But especially if you're on YouTube, we're trying to build the YouTube page. And I can't express enough how hard I'm trying to build this YouTube page. And I know a lot of you are streaming audio only, but if you could and you have your own YouTube account, at least just subscribe to that uh, just to help out the page a lot. But also, if you actually watch this, uh, do that too. That's all I want you to do and how I want you to live. Um, Like and subscribe. Uh, Remember my new song, Oof. He's out now on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, DistroKid, whatever, wherever the hell you listen to music at. That's all that matters, though. Go and listen to it. I think that song, that song is really good. I love that song, and I wish I could express that to you, and I hope you like it. Uh, so, yeah, please go listen to it and like it and do everything like you like. And if you really love this show and you really want to support this show and keep it moving on, go subscribe to Patreon, $5 a month. You get ad-free episodes of the show. No more interruptions. No more dumbass bullshit by me. So, uh, yeah. Um, Stay awesome. And I will catch you next week. Micah. Hey you, you just finished a full episode of the Schwegcast. I hope your brain cells don't hurt. Uh, if you want to support this show financially in the best way possible, go check us out on Patreon for $5 a month. You, yes, you can get ad-free episodes of the Schwegcast and is the best way to personally support me and this channel.